You're listening to Season 2 of Here and Queer, a documentary series produced for Liffey Sound FM about what it's like to come to Ireland as an LGBTQ adult. I'm your host, Keen Sullivan. This is Episode 7. On this episode of Hearing Queer, I speak with Mark, an interior designer from Catalonia. Contrastly for most of the people I speak to, Mark's story growing up is mostly positive growing up in Barcelona and finding his tribe out in the gay bars there. Mark also shares with me his life aspirations and some of the things that we could be doing better in Ireland for people abroad. I'm Mark Galeano, I'm from Spain, and I'm an interior designer. Thank you for chatting to me today, Mark. Uh, do you want to tell people where in Spain you are from? Yeah, I'm from Barcelona. I'm from a town very close to Barcelona, San Cugat. And how big is it? It's 100,000 population. Okay. Is it like a suburb? Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's like a suburb, yeah. And like paint a picture for me. Yeah, so it's really nice. I love it. It's like 20 minutes... Uh, from the city, from Barcelona, it's very green, like like Irish green, and mm. yeah, 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 yeah. It's full of parks, like very safe. People are really nice, beautiful. There's like a old monastery in the town, in the center. There's a lot of schools, a lot of kids. <laughs> it's okay. like a very suburb, like Malahide, like a little oh, bit. Right. Yeah, it's like yeah. a Malahide <laughs> style. Yeah, not by the sea. No, not by the sea. It's in the mountains. Oh, in the mountains? Yeah, it's like, it's behind the mountains. Like, if you go to Barcelona, you see, like, it's, your Barcelona is like a sandwich, like, the sea and the mountains, so ah, okay. I'm, I'm behind. Behind the mountains. Okay. Yeah. LA, when you're, like, in the valley or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm in Orange County. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and so I guess... Whenever I speak to other people from Barcelona, it kind of reminds me of Northern Ireland in a way between like the Spanish versus Catalan debate. Like wh- what's your relationship with that? Well, I feel Catalan, but I also feel Spanish. It's just like if, if I need to rank it, I'm first Catalan and then I'm, I'm, I'm Spanish, of course. Of course, Catalonia is a, it's a region inside the country and we have a lot of different th- um, things like the food, the language, a lot of stuff. But I'm also feeling Spanish, and now that I'm living abroad, I'm feel I'm feeling more Spanish, maybe. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Because wasn't there like a, like a, uh, not like a, a, not a fake vote, but like a, a symbolic <laughs> referendum, vote about, like a referendum about independence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where, what was your stance on that, if I can ask? By then, I was pro pro the yes. I was I was a pro yes. independence. Pro independence, yeah. yeah. Just like there's a lot of noise around that and you are younger and you don't know exactly what's the truth and there's all the media. It's like, it's not easy to know what side you need to be there. But I don't know what, what I would do now. In terms of your parents, are both your parents from Barcelona? Yeah, yeah. My, my family is all, all Catalan family and my, my parents are divorced. Okay. And yeah, I have four siblings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Catholic. And yeah, like I think it's like so. You, so you are like one hundred percent Catalan. You know, you're like your family heritage is Catalan. Well, Catalan, Catalan. of course, there's always there's people from Spain also. Like, yeah. like, like okay. it's it's not like yeah, but but yeah, I speak Catalan at home, and and like my parents are Catalan, and yeah. my grandparents are Catalan. So tell tell me about your so your family life growing up. You've four siblings. Mm-hmm. Are you the eldest? 
No, well, I'm the youngest of my mother and the middle young, the middle if, um, of my parents, of my father. My, my parents got married. They have three kids. I'm okay. the youngest of these three kids. And ah, then okay. my, they, they got uh, divorced. And my, pa- my father remarried to his wife mm-hmm. and they have two kids. Okay. Then, so growing up in Barcelona, like when did you start to realize that you were you weren't straight? I think I, I always knew it, like because I think that no, I think that I didn't knew I, I didn't know that, but people knew about that. So my sisters, like my my friends, and I I, I was like in my own bubble, like mm-hmm. my own bubble of I don't know a shit about anything. I'm not taking I'm not I don't know, but I you just feel the reactions of other people and how they look at you. And now it's like, mm. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, what's what's going on in here? Yeah. So, yeah, I think that that was my first step, like watching the others reaction um, against me, well, against me, towards me. Were your sisters like protective of you? Like as yeah. the older sisters, yeah, they knew what was going on before you did? And... Yeah, they always spoiled me a lot, to be honest. They're so cute. I love them. And they are always like taking care of me and so yeah so they knew because we are very very together and we hang out together or I'm I'm 30 years old and they are 37 and 42 okay. so there's a gap there mm-hmm. so they they, they they always been like a uh, little mummy okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. and what, what were so your hobbies when you were younger I've never been a hobby hobby guy <laughs> um I tried a lot of stuff. I tried swimming. I tried tennis. I tried badminton. Um, I failed in all of them. Like, just like, I just got bored. It's like, I say to my boyfriend, like, it's like, when I go to those places, I feel like I don't belong there. So that, that feeling of not belonging Mm -hmm. makes me just like, oh, okay, just let's, let's go to grab a pint with your friends. You belong there. So, uh, that was basically my hobbies or what I tried. And then, I just been always very curious about everything, and then just I think that that's hanging out has been very very much my hobby. Mm-hmm. To be honest, it's just like I didn't want to 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 be to say that hanging out is my hobby. <laughs> what do you like? Yeah, just get drinks and going socializing. out. Socializing. Socializing. Yeah, socializing. Yeah. It's it's my hobby. I love it. I love going for dinner. I love going for pints. I love traveling. I love all the things. And that feeling of of feeling like you don't belong, did you ever feel that like in your hometown or was that just in sports? No, I always felt it also in in first grade or in high school. Mm -hmm. You know, you're 12 or 13, I don't know, you don't know, even know nothing. And I just felt also like I wasn't belonging to, to, to to the people around me. Mm-hmm. Like, because they had a behavior, uh, hobbies, I tried to fit in those and of course I was failing. So I think that that first grade also was like sort of um, of an, that feeling, same feeling that with yeah. the sports. And in terms of, so you say Catholic family, suburban Barcelona, how welcoming was that to, to gay people? To be honest, it was gorgeous. Like, like, um, my hometown, it's always been like a very open-minded space. Like, I think that Spanish people um, are very open-minded in that sense. And Barcelona especially. It's like a big city, like very cosmopolitan. People really don't care what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it was felt welcoming. 
like with my family, with my friends, and in town, like even like I, I've never felt like oh, I can't kiss my boyfriend or or I cannot be saying these things in public. It's just like no, 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 no. Or you go to your friend's house. It's like oh no, I need to pretend that I'm straight so her mother is not bothering. No, no, no. Mm. like no, like I always act very natural in my in my yeah yeah. So I think I'm very lucky in that sense. Yeah, absolutely. And in terms of like. When you were younger, watching TV or listening to music or whatever, like, did you have any like gay role models or icons or you know? Yeah, I've always been like like, like gay divas, like yeah. like the, the <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sorry, it's just like it's it's like the topic again, but yeah, I loved always like I loved Madonna, I love Britney, I love Christina Aguilera, I love all these these two thousands pop stars like Pussycat Dolls, Destiny Child, like. Yeah, I was very into that, like, and that helped me realizing that was something going on because I was like obsessed, like dancing, um, singing, like I love it. I think there's something so interesting about how you can have like gay men all over the world not talking to each other, and yet they all kind of end up growing up liking pretty much the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we all love Britney. <laughs> what do you think it is about Britney and Madonna that? Uh, like attracted you to them i don't know i think to be i think the music was very like very a very free free music like i don't know also like my my cousin she's two years older than me and we always spend the summers in my granny's house uh, together there was a pool so it was like the 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 place in common and she loved britney and i remember that i was like nothing like five years seven years whatever and we were dancing the the, the choreos of britney together in in my granny's house so it's not also like this sharing with her yeah like, the shared we, we, experience yeah the shared experience like we were having super fun yeah. like with britney and everything she was very free we were like doing all the theater like mm-hmm. interpretation so we and uh, i asked you to choose music to mm-hmm. help give the listener an mm-hmm. idea of when you were growing up in Barcelona what you might be listening to mm-hmm. what song did you choose I I chose um Charango um La Luna Agua it's like a Catalan song I love this song not because I, I'm li- to be honest I'm never listening to this song when <laughs> when I'm at home like it's, it's like it's not that kind of vibe but yeah. if you ask me something related to to my hometown that's definitely because you know, in Spain, it's all about outdoors, about mm, going to concerts, like very out um, things. And this is the kind of things you do. Like you go to some garden, you go to some square and there's a stage with music and that's the kind of music that they play. Mm-hmm. So it reminds me a lot going with my friends, staying there with a pint of something or with a gin tonic and just singing and dancing to these songs. Catalan song. Is there a sound or a style of music that's different from the rest of Spain? Yeah, well, like, you know, in Spain, there's a lot of different, like, cultures inside the country, like the South or Catalan people are really different. And there's a lot of, of different things. In Catalan, in Catalonia, like, the, the, the sounds are more like 
I don't know how to say this in English, to be honest. It's just like the Roomba. It's like Catalan yeah. Roomba. So it's just like, yeah, like a little ska. So that's the Catalan thing. So not that, I've, not that I'm super fan, but, but to be honest, like it's that kind of things that you don't use every day and you, uh, you don't actually love it. But when they are there, it's like, oh yeah, I want it. Yeah, I guess that's true. I, I guess I have a similar relationship with, you know, like Irish Irish music that you'd hear at like a in a pub or somewhere. Yeah, like with a with a violin and and you know yeah those like you know traditional Irish music. Mm-hmm. It's like I very rarely put it on at home, but like if if it gets me at the right time, I feel a lot of like a lot of closeness to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You feel home. Like that's what happened with with this song. It's just like I feel home when I, I feel with my friends. Like I can envision that that picture being in the square with my friends. Let's move on to the sort of transition mm-hmm. uh, in your life. So do you want to talk to me about, you know, your coming out story? Mm-hmm. My sister's new, of course. And then by then I had a boyfriend. Okay. And I was lying all the time to my mom, to be honest. Like I wanted to sleep at his place. Um, he, because he lived in, in Barcelona town, in center. Yeah. And I was in, in, the, in the suburbia. Okay. So... If I wanted to hang out in the evening, then it's like, okay, you're going back home, like you want to sleep there. So I said to my mom, like, yeah, mom, I'm, I'm always, I'm at Laura's house. I'm, I was always at Laura's house. So finally, I said, why am I lying? Like, I, I don't like lying. Mm-hmm. I don't like I, I, these people that they have like two different lives. I just have one. So I just said, like, to my sisters, let's, let's tell to mom, like, let's, and we just tell mom, and she was like, okay, I don't care. Like, it was like, okay, it was like, like very like. My Do you mom. think she knew? She knew. She knew for sure. She knew for sure. But but you know, like my family is like like they don't ask you. Mm-hmm. Like that that's families that that they is like they they see something and it's like they come to you and it's like you smoke, you drink, you're gay. <laughs> you know that kind of parents. My yeah. family is just like okay. They just like mm, when is he going to tell? So which I like. <laughs> <laughs> I rather more that kind of family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. And uh, what age were you? Then? I was um, seventeen. Okay, so you were like almost finished in high school. Yeah, I was finished in high school. Well, I was yeah, yeah, I was was yeah, nearly there. Was that was there a reason why you didn't come out when you were in high school? It wasn't very welcoming. Or? No, it's ha- my friends knew. Okay, like I just uh, this is my coming up with my mom. Okay, but my friends knew already. So what age was that? Uh, I think that that was. F- second grade like 14 oh, wow. okay. or, or or something yeah right. just like that's long time ago but yeah quite early then yeah because i you know my friends are very open like they were saying like they they were they weren't like my mom they were like mark you're gay just tell me and i was like i'm not and 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 yeah so finally i said yeah i am yeah <laughs> every day in school they just said mark you're gay and one day you said yes yeah basically <laughs> so once you come out like okay what was your sort of first i guess when you turn 18 or when you can start drinking or whatever what are your first sort of early memories of going out onto like the gay scene in barcelona and describe what the gay scene in barcelona is like i was 16 the first time i went out uh with a fake id uh was very like <laughs> Was really nice. Like, like I was very nervous because it was the first time I was going out just in a club until, like, you know, in, in Spain, clubs are until six in the morning. So it was the first time until going out at that time in a gay club. was super cool. And I don't want to, 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 to anticipate, but the song I picked 
<laughs> well, um, is related to that because okay. I remember that I. This is the song that we're, we're going to play in in a, in a bit. Your second song. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sorry, I remember going to Arena. That that was the club in 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 Barcelona. And walking down the streets and at the streets, the the stairs to the club, and was. Uh, playing Just Dance, Lady Gaga. And I was just like, oh my God, yes, I belong here. I don't belong to the badminton, but I might belong in here. <laughs> so, so yeah, it was like like a sense of, of wow, mm. like super nice. Everyone was super welcoming. The music was really, well, pop music, all the flash, all the neon, all the smoke. So it was very exciting. And from then I went clubbing every week <laughs> yeah so so that was like i started and then i loved it and and you know in Barcelona, there's a lot of clubs like there's a lot of clubs there's a lot of bars there's a lot of people so is there a lot of like fetish culture yeah okay there's everything like what 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 in dublin what, in dublin I must say that I had boyfriend nearly when 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 I moved here, so I didn't know I, I don't know a lot of things that maybe they are are they are. but in Barcelona like you have a lot of diverse things like for everyone like a lot of clubs lot of typology of bars everyone's welcome in here I think that's more like you have two things and that's that and then in terms of so I guess that's your transition in your identity and sort of embracing yourself mm-hmm. as a as a queer person. In terms of leaving Spain, when did you decide that that's something you wanted to do? I really always felt like like I needed to do it. Like I, I never felt like like either Spanish, either Catalan. I always felt like like I, I needed something else. I need I needed to leave my country. So first, I tried uh, moving to Prague. I moved there for a couple of months. It was amazing. I was like, oh, this is new. I mean, because I was li- left um, lived with my mom. So I was living by myself, I was going out, I had a super apartment, so I was like very, very, very happy in there. And I felt free. So so that was the first time. Then I moved back and then I moved to Italy before Dublin. And then it was again, because I always had this thing that I need to be there, I need to be outside, I need to live abroad. But you know, it's not easy sometimes. It's like, it's not easy to find a good job. It's not easy um, to make yourself alive out there. So, fine. Why do you think you felt so compelled to to leave? Is it the outside pulling you away, or was it Spain pushing you out? Do you mm, think? I I don't know. Like, I'm very curious. Like, I need to 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 try a lot of things. I like to meet people. I like to meet cultures. I like to to experience a lot. And in Spain, I always felt like. I have my house, I have my friends, I have my, I had my job, I had, I had my life in there, but, but wasn't enough. It was like, maybe if I, if I, if I'm 50 and I have two children, it's like, yeah, I love that. It's very, it's, it's a nice life, but I wanted more and I want, I, at least in, in, at this age. Yeah. Cause like, from my understanding, Barcelona is a very like diverse city and there's like more so than Dublin is I would have figured yeah so, yeah yeah definitely but I guess th- there's something enticing about going you know there's an adventure when you leave your country right everything happens like 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 like, like you never expect all the things that you need to 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 face when you move out like a lot of things that you don't know like when I moved to 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 Ireland I I speak English I was like okay English wasn't wasn't a, a biggie but then understand the Irish accent 
Like, we're like, oh, jeez. Then all the, 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 the other stuff. And it's like, every day, it's, it's a drama. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that makes us stronger because... I well, makes it stronger. It's like finally, it's like well, I don't care. <laughs> it's just like another one. Yeah, it's like, but I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how did you? How did you choose? So you went, you went for Prague. You went for Italy. How did you choose Dublin? To be honest, um, I wasn't caring that much about the country. I just wanted to to move abroad. Mm-hmm. But um, I was conscious that after Prague, one of the things that that happened was that. Um, I didn't speak the local language. So that was very hard in order to find jobs, etc. So this time, well, I moved to Italy without speaking Italian, but I thought I speak Catalan, I speak Spanish, so it won't be very difficult. It wasn't, it wasn't difficult. So I just sent CVs around throughout Europe <laughs> and especially in the UK and Ireland because they, of course, it's, a, it's an English country. So... I just decided because they hired me in a, in, a, in a company here when I was in Italy. So I, I moved. I said, okay, let's go. So then let, let, let's jump back to Prague. So Prague, I guess, was the first time you left Spain to mm-hmm. go start your own life. Do you remember that that day that you like left? Oh, my God. I remember that day. I remember my mom with me at the airport in Spain. She was like with the drama, Spanish drama, like the kids leaving the house. And for her, it was like, oh, my God, he's going to Prague. Like, what, what country? It's Czech Republic. It's like, like it's not German. It's not, it's not France. It's not. So, yeah, I remember that day. I remember arriving to the Airbnb um, and thinking what I'm doing in here. Then it was raining. Then it was cold. So, yeah, it was like a big. What well, wasn't like I was expecting at the beginning. There was, there was an excitement. Yeah, of course. There was, there was an excitement. But, you know, like, at least me, I tend to, 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 to create a story before things happen. Okay. You know? It's just like, in my brain, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I don't know. I just, like, tend to invent a lot. So I was, in, I was imagining, like, my, my arrival to, to Czech Republic, like, I was, I don't know, a prince. Like, everything would be gorgeous, like, sunny, like... No, and then I arrived there, I was like, this is not... <laughs> what's the story here? <laughs> so, so what, was your, what was your fantasy when you were arriving to Ireland? You know, when this is the second time... Well, this was, time. Was, was the third time. Uh, I was just like, okay, let's see. Because, you know, I did some research before moving to, to Italy or to Czech Republic, but I didn't when I came here because it was very fast. Like, I was in Italy working... They offered me a job in here and I moved um, a week after I just was here. And Ireland is not like a country that you like Italy or France that you know a lot of things. Ireland is here. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, okay, let's see what's happened. At least I have a job and they also giving me a a house. So um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. see. I was very like, like, like. I'm not even like um, I'm packing. <laughs> Maybe I'm moving in two months. So mm-hmm. let's go. Okay, yeah, yeah. interesting. Okay, well, before we move on to the third part, you chose second song. You've already teased it, "Just Dance" mm-hmm. by Lady Gaga, and I think you set the scene for this already. Like I'm picturing you walking. Is it down the stairs into? The yeah, club? yeah, it was like the club uh, by then was like you had the the ground floor, which was the the ticket, blah blah, and then you went. Walking down the, the the stairs, it was a club. It was there. so I remember like like walking down the stairs. And as you opened the door, and it was boom. like red one. Yeah. <laughs> it was like oh yeah 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 red one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
so setting your life up in Ireland, I guess, was relatively straightforward because you had the job, you had the accommodation. Yeah, yeah. Was well, and boss lost my luggage for two months. So okay, thank you, Unpost. <laughs> <laughs> so that was very inconvenient. Yeah. But after that, mm, yeah, it was very easy. Like, also in my previous company, there were a lot of Spanish people. So, sorry, in the company that you started working with when you arrived, lots of Spanish people. So that made it easier, you were saying? Yeah, that made it easier. Because, you know, you speak the language, but Mm -hmm. it's a new country, it's a new company, it's a new job, blah, blah. So if you have someone speaking to you in Spanish and telling you how things are working there in your own language, always help. Yeah, of course. And they get you as well. They get your culture and they get... Yeah, you. yeah, yeah, definitely. What was, what was like the first big surprise for you about <laughs> life in Ireland? <laughs> I'm not sure I want to tell it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, well, come up with something else. Uh, no, yeah. I, I was expecting that, 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 like, you know, like Ireland, it's Europe. I, I was like, okay, it's, it's going to be like a, a, like another Paris, like another Berlin, whatever, but with different, mm, I don't know, buildings. Mm-hmm. But no, like, <laughs> no. As in, like, architecture-wise? No, like, like co- the culture here, it's, it's not very European-like. Mm. Well, and We're not more like the British um, people. Yeah, or more American, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. In what way? Uh, I just felt it, like, like, all, all like, you guys are all the time with the coffee walking the streets. I said, like, it's like, I don't know, the Christmas thing. Like, I don't know how to tell you, but I've been in, I was in London last week and I don't feel London vibe or British people uh, Irish, but I feel more like Irish people American. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess that's London because lo- London does feel a lot more the diverse, busy, says, yeah, and, and yeah, diverse. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so your biggest surprise was was the people. Yeah, but I love Irish people. I think that one of the best things of this of this country is the people. Like, I, and I also think that uh, Spanish people and Irish people are a good uh, mix and match. So that's that's really cool. Yeah, I'm happy with that. And did how did you find integrating with like the queer community in Ireland? I think that was pretty easy. Like, I just went to the George <laughs> or, or Panty Bar and had some pints in there and had some laugh with someone. Yeah, like, it's pretty easy. But as the the, the, the places, the, the pubs the, uh, are very small, mm-hmm. was different. It was like, after three weeks, I was seeing the, the same people. <laughs> yeah. In the place, I was like... Mm. Yeah, you know? Yeah, it is. It's very small. It's very, it's, it's very small. It's like a very town. Yeah. So, yeah. But you you still felt welcomed in in queer spaces. Of course, of course. I always felt welcome in Ireland and in the queer spaces. Yeah, people are gorgeous, very nice. So, okay. yeah, amazing. Like, yeah. How did you find, I guess, the work dynamic? Was that weird compared to Spain? The work? Yeah, well, that's that's very different. Okay. Yeah, it's no very different. Well, because in here at, at five o'clock, the laptop plops, boom. Over the table, and you're leaving. Where, where the work is done or not, it's just like you go. It's just bye, ciao. Yeah. In Spain, that's not happening. Okay. And that's a and that's a good thing here. That's for me. It's an amazing thing. Yeah. Okay. That's amazing. That's one of the reasons I like being here. Mm-hmm. So um, that's very different. Or, you know, here like you talk a lot in the companies in here. I think a lot like you with your manager, with your meeting, with all this this stuff. Spain is more straightforward. 
or people in here, when they ask you something, they are very polite. That's really nice. Okay. Like, would you mind doing that? Can I ask you if you could? That stuff. If you mm, please, in Spain, it's just like do it. Yeah. Like, like what? <laughs> What's the door already? I just, I just said. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's very Irish, yeah, and I like that. It is. Yeah. I like. But like, I guess it's interesting because a lot of the things that I find you know, are very, uh, us is like, very Irish is our, our Catholic guilt and not wanting to upset people and say, would you mind doing Do you think this? that? Because a lot of Irish people say that. And it's like, Spanish is a really Catholic country. Because I was going to ask, exactly. And Italy, I was living in Italy, and it's a very, very Catholic country. And we don't have that. I'm, I, I don't think it's a religion. Okay. Because we, we I, I think it's a, I don't Yeah, know. like I do, I do... F- I hear it said, and I guess I've I've re- repeated it there. But it has to be more than just religion; like it has to be a cultural thing. Uh, if you can make a recommendation to the people of Ireland or the government or whoever about how to make the city better, other than like solve the housing crisis, well, that's the first. Like, seriously, <laughs> it's just like a nightmare. What's going on in this country? <laughs> what would you say? Yeah, I would definitely, uh, like, like there's um, an emergency. The second one is a public transport in this country. It's like, seriously. Like, it's taking me an hour. I live, I live in, in Dublin 7, and if I need to go to whatever, to Sandyford for work or whatever, it's just like, I have, it's an hour, mm-hmm. and it's there. Mm-hmm. And two buses, and the bus is not stopping, or whatever. It's a drama. It's just like a jinkama. Yeah. It's like, that makes no sense. Yeah. No sense. Like, and it's like, Okay, like I'm paying taxes. Like at least I'm, in Spain, I'm paying taxes, but I have public um, meds and, and and all the public transport is working. But in here, it's like the, the the I need to pay my 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 insurance. I need to do all stuff. So why? Yeah. So that is a big issue because it makes life very uncomfortable. Sometimes I'm just I'm not doing some stuff because like oh, it's a barrier. Yeah, 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 definitely. And it's like, I don't know, like, I think that they, they, they should pay me for all the free nows that I had to take because <laughs> the bus never stop or, yeah, 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 yeah. What do you miss from Spain? The outdoors. I think that the thing that I, because my friends, I talk to them and I'm flying out to Spain, so that's okay. I miss the outdoor life in here. It's all very homey, puppy. I miss, uh, in, in Barcelona, I have a lot of things to do. Like, I have this big theaters, like I have all stuff. And in, in here, like if I want to do that, I need to spend a lot of money because everything is ridiculously If you expensive. want a witch, say? If I wanted to do some, some stuff, like, oh, like yeah. some ticket into the theater or whatever, mm-hmm. it's really pricey. Just like, and sometimes like, okay, I, I cannot do it always. And I, and I miss that. In Spain, I, I, I have access to, to a lot of, of things for, for, for leisure. Yeah. Definitely. I always think, like, I guess I'm in a relationship now, but, like, there's not a whole lot of things you can do for, like, a date in Dublin. No, no, there's nothing. Drinking, it's a, that's, that's a hobby. That's the only thing you can do in here. Like, going to some pub. Go to the zoo is a very popular one as well. Oh, it's a very popular I don't like zoos. Yeah. But, <laughs> okay. but yeah, well, I like the Botanic Garden. And go. it's a romantic place. It is go. a romantic place, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. and also, like, sorry, this, this crazy thing that you need to book for everything. Like, if I want to go for a dinner, I need to book one week before. Otherwise, I'm in a McDonald's. 
You know, it's just like there's no place for random thoughts. Are you gonna forget somewhere? But yeah, yeah, it's all crazy. The, all it's, the good places you need. It's to go. insane. Seriously, it's like, like, like. Okay, I'm just gonna order some pizza and stay home. Do you see yourself in Ireland for a long time? I'm happy here, and I'm sure your parents ask you this all the time. But yeah, yeah. My, yeah, my mom is always asking. Also, but you know, like the, the the job I have now, I can commute very well with Spain. I can work from from Spain nearly two months a year, so that's not too bad. And I always want more. <laughs> so, so next year I'm going to say one, one, one week more, yeah. <laughs> one week extra. <laughs> so until I do 50-50. Okay. I like Ireland. There's a lot of good things of, li- um, of living here. And it's just two hours from, from Spain. So it's like, it's like Dublin Cork. So it's very easy for, to commute for me. Okay. So yeah, I think myself that I, can, I have a new job now. I'm happy there. So yeah, I see myself in Ireland. For a, for a and you're in a, yeah, I guess you're in a relationship here as well. Yeah, I have a, my boyfriend. Here. Yeah. Well, he's not Irish. No. But so we can always play out. <laughs> Say bon voyage. Yeah, sure. But the, no. But yeah, he's happy here and he has his job here also. So what will you, if you do leave, what do you think you'll miss? And closing the laptop at five. <laughs> yeah. Basically, because I'm going to... Any place I go, they're going to say, no, no, no. Yeah. Stay, stay a bit longer. So that's, that's what, I, what I want to miss. That, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for talking to me. The final song is a song that is associated to you as Ireland or reminds you of Ireland. What did you choose? Yeah. To be honest, I don't have a lot of Irish songs in my mind. For me, Irish songs are you two and the course mm-hmm. for half of the world I think it's that way but this is not my favorite song from the course but I remember that was a hit in Spain and I remember driving with my sister and just singing leave me breathless like <laughs> like crazy yeah. <laughs> so yeah I like because I remember the, the radio and the car with my sister and that was was really, really yeah fun. I guess it's Ireland's he, Ireland's impact outside of Ireland you know it managed we managed to get to you in Barcelona the, the Irish sound, I guess. Yeah, well, the course is very popular in Spain. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I remember my, my stepmother, she had the, 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 the CD. So that level. <laughs> so yeah. Big fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark, thank you so much for joining no, Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening and thank you so much again to Mark for opening his home and his history to me and you. Next week, I have a conversation that will stop you in your tracks. Basira is an LGBTQ activist from Afghanistan and she shares with me what it was like growing up there, what compels her to become an activist for the people in her country and how that has affected her day-to-day life. I'll see you next Wednesday, 9 to 10 on Liffey Sound. Have a good week. Have a good week.